Uh, welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. We have uh, your host, Corey Coffer. We have Rio Verdinier, and we have Pape. We have Orsino. We've got Orsino on my lap here. Yeah. Yep, Orsino's <laughs> there, which, again, you will only be able to find out if you become a Patreon supporter for the low, low price of $1. Uh, and you're going to want to do that before uh, the Freedom Dividend passes because we are going to jack the price up by 1,000% um, once that happens. Totally that sure. argument is probably the most ridiculous one that I've heard against the Freedom Dividend, right? They're like, yeah. every landlord will just increase the rent by $1,000. No. Like, nothing's stopping them from increasing the rent by $1,000 right now. And the reason they don't is because their place isn't worth that much, right? Right. Like, like what an amazing also, frankly, business opportunity for anyone yeah, else. <laughs> There, there are lots of places out there that cost a thousand dollars a month more than whatever you're renting right now, and they're already at that price because that's the price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like if, if they all if they all did that, then any uh, sane real estate developer would immediately go and make one that was a little bit more affordable because that's just not how it's, any of this works. But you can definitely tell <clears> that people <throat> who are making that argument don't understand how economics works. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a, a sad truth. So anyway, this episode is going to be about uh, combating climate change. Um, which, uh, I don't know, we should maybe try and, uh, do, uh, just as an idea. So let me, uh, let me dig right in here. So climate change is an existential threat to humanity and our way of life. It should be a top priority of the federal government to implement policies to control anthropogenic climate change while working with other governments to implement these policies throughout the world. Uh, it's important to regulate fossil fuels, both to control climate change and to improve health, the uh, health of the average American. Renewable energy must be invested in not only as a means of moderating climate change, but also to drive economic growth. However, innovation must also be relied on to reverse the damage already caused. While the role of the federal government is important, much of the work will be done at the state or even neighborhood level. The federal government should support local efforts through funding and market-based incentives. Uh, see also apology page on carbon fee and dividend, which we're going to do. So uh, from the book, climate change is up there with uh, automation as a society-wide threat. Parts of Florida here and Virginia are already experiencing flooding and hurricanes are more powerful and frequent. This is exactly the kind of problem that the government must rise to meet. As much as we must evolve and take responsibility, the U.S. only emits 15% of the world's greenhouse gases. This is a global problem. We should invest resources in large-scale geoengineering measures like shoring up glaciers and reducing solar exposure to counteract the effects of climate change, even as we reduce our emissions. Waiting around for the oceans to rise is not the American way. <laughs> it kind of is now uh if we don't but it shouldn't be if we don't adopt and lead in geoengineering china will wind up making decisions for us when it decides to modify the climate in about 20 years um because they can scale anyway so um mm -mm, problems to be solved goals we could just go right to this so as president and we'll go through these one by one uh Andrew Yang will invest heavily in carbon capture and geoengineering technologies designed to reverse the damage already done to the environment through a new global geoengineering institute and invite international participation. That is such a great idea. So uh, some of the geoengineering and like the idea that we're going to use this problem to actually start thinking in terms of geoengineering, we can do it. We must do it. We've been doing it by accident for the last hundred years, right? But where this gets really interesting is you start crunching the numbers on this. Um, I actually did crunch the numbers. I was really uh, curious to see what we could do with uh, like how many trees it would take uh, to uh, uh, to basically sink the carbon that we currently have in excess. Um, and there isn't enough land mass to do it, which is a problem. But at the same time, that's only one thing that you can do of two dozen things, right? When yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, completely right. Like Yang is um, other than Inslee, who I think dropped out recently. Yes. Um, really the only person who actually has a workable 
plan around climate. Like, I mean, the uh, the Wall Street Journal, which I guess I'm going to stop listening to now that they're defending Trump, those assholes. Anyway, they pointed out, and I think this is fair, that anybody who says that they want to solve the climate change problem and who opposes nuclear energy, you can tell they're full of shit. Because that yeah. is, that is a, that, the only way you're going to solve this problem is by coming at it from as many different angles as possible. And nuclear energy is one of them. And it's safe. And the fact that the public doesn't know that isn't a reason to stay away from it. So here's the thing. Um, no. While I absolutely agree that you have to do everything, suggesting that a plan that doesn't include nuclear automatically doesn't work and isn't serious is just completely not true. Uh, well, and, and, I, so, and I, here's, I, here's the argument. Here's the argument to that. There are ways to solve this. We, you know, there, when you have 50 things that you can do and nuclear was one of them, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't invest in, in, in safe nuclear, that's possible. What I am saying is that America is fucking really bad at that right now, right? In, in, in areas that are going to suffer the most flooding, there are already many, many, many reactors that will go fucking Fukushima right now, right? So it's a good, it's a good idea in theory, but the, the problem is like the, the potential risk analysis of, of, of nuclear is something that you know, people just gloss over. Like it's totally safe. No, it isn't. No, it's not, right? There are things that you can do. And again, I'm not saying we should definitely not do nuclear, right? Okay. But at the, at, the, at the same time, saying that we have to do nuclear, otherwise you're not serious about the climate, it's just not true. Well, okay. I mean, the, I guess I'm not surprised that the lefty on the show disagreed with the Wall Street Journal. But I mean, like, I think the main point that- I disagree making, with anybody that's wrong. Okay. But like, I, I, think it's, I think it's a fair point though, right? People, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they might, maybe in their heads they think they're serious, but like the, the fact of the matter is um, nuclear is just, it's the most practical way to do it. But we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that when we talk about, about, about nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, um, I mean, I mean we're, we're on the same page about, about, about climate change. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, what, what's the next thing he's going to do? <clears throat> he's going to uh, end the current uh, tax benefits and cuts given to fossil fuel companies, which give them an unwarranted competitive advantage over alternative energy sources. Um, do you want to take that one? Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. Right. Um, and, and I'm going to turn this around uh, and, and use, play the same game that the Wall Street Journal did with, uh, with nukes. And this is also true. Like you can't say that you support free markets and then, you know, want to subsidize private companies with tax dollars the way that we do the fossil fuel industry, right? That is not, that's, that's not, that's socialism. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what that is. And it's, it, it does give them an unfair advantage, right? If one, 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 one way of creating energy gets subsidized and another doesn't, that's not a free market, right? The, right. The, we, we, so, absolutely. <laughs> Well, and we're going to talk about the carbon tax as well. So I think that that's, you know, one of the, one of the things that I, I, I don't think I ever really thought about this, but you brought it up a couple of times and I, I love the way that you frame it is you want to tax things that are bad, not things that are good. Yeah, right? right. So exactly. So like don't tax, you know, labor on like middle-class people who, who need their money tax carbon. Right. And, and you know, don't, don't fuel like socialistically, uh, uh, you know, fuel uh, uh, specific kinds of energy where you can just tax the bad ones. Right. And that, you know, and, and, and that uh, that works. It, as it a, also has the, the, the benefit of, bring, of bringing revenue into the government instead of increasing the deficit. It shrinks it. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's just it's just really, really good. Um, so yeah, I, I have nothing to add to that that you didn't already nail. Institution tax on emissions that will fund healthcare initiatives and research for respiratory diseases that are a direct result of these emissions. That sounds pretty fair. Oh, <laughs> my Australian shepherd is bringing me a toy right now. Okay, buddy. Aw. 
<laughs> Hansel. <laughs> it's like, no. One of these days you guys will see Hansel, but he's too big to fit on my lap. Yeah. Hansel. It's like, Dad, you really Hansel. need this toy right now. Come here. Hansel, sit. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, the Dorbs uh, empower and appoint an action-oriented leader of the EPA uh, who actually believes in climate change uh, or no and I gotta be careful with this doesn't believe in climate change like it's something that you can believe in understands that science has dictated that you know anthropogenic climate change is real and will commensurately use data to actually apply reason to the fucking planet we actually live on <clears throat> I'm just gonna let him keep squeaking in the background. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do? I mean, puppies gotta squeak. Uh, and direct the EPA to regulate carbon emissions, uh, which I think is a fantastic idea. Um, you know, it basically, just like don't hire an oil executive to the EPA. You fucking fuck. I mean, that's just the way that should work. Uh, direct the EPA to survey the states and private organizations to collate all programs designed to promote renewable energy adoption. Um, I'm kind of amazed that they don't do this already. Like this, this feels like. One of, those, one of those things that, you know, you're not allowed to study gun violence in America. That's like an actual thing. No government money is allowed to go to that. That's dumb, right? Like, it, like there should be no situation where we're not trying to use uh, data and better data collection and measurements as, as sort of a, 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 an active idea of how we want to run the country yeah, to do no, things it's a, better. It's a, it's a regulatory capture problem, which you're, you know, you're right to, to complain about and Yang is, is right to want to address. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Fucking winning. Uh, direct the EPA to uh, coordinate with state and local governments to measure the impact of different policies on affecting positive impacts in the area of renewables adoption. So like, again, you know, we're going to try a bunch of stuff and we do have to try a bunch of things. Right. And we do have to try a bunch of things really, really quickly. And we, you know, don't necessarily want to, uh, uh, to, to, to give up on any ideas. But on the back end of that, you actually have part of the EPA's mandate is to study the effectiveness of those things moving forward so that we can get better at getting better, which is just, again, a huge part of what we need to move forward. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate the fact that Yang acknowledges that, you know, the U S is only what, like 12% or whatever of, of the carbon emissions. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's an, it's part of the reason he's, 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 he's going to be able to succeed on this where a lot of the, his uh, competition in the democratic primary or not is because he's not pretending like we can single-handedly solve the problem. Like the fact that he does that takes um, the wind out of like Trump's sails. Trump's Trump Trump is going to say like, well, we can't single-handedly solve the problem, and instead of letting Trump win that argument because it's undeniably true, Yang's just going to be like, you're right, we can't. That's why my policy addresses that. Yeah, interestingly enough, <clears throat> um, the just to the few uh, other candidates that I that I follow, uh, they all actually do exactly the same thing. Um, yeah, but he's the only person who that I read, he's the only person that you have read. No, <laughs> no, no, no. What I mean is like in the, the they talked about climate change for quite a while in the debates. Right. Yeah. And Yang managed to make that point. He, like he spoke less than other people and he's still saying things that other people aren't saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he, and he nailed I, it too. I, I realize, yeah, of course, agreed. that like any, any serious policy around climate change is going to address that. But like how you talk to the American people when you're given the microphone counts. I, uh, I can't agree more. You're absolutely correct about that. And there, there really is like, there, there's kind of within the, 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 the democratic party or the, the, you know, whatever in our sort of personalized, uh, uh Overton window, there's ways that we discuss it that have become sort of, uh, 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 systemic. Right. right? Exactly. Like, but conservatives and don't, then, don't speak that language. Right. So 
to your point, though, to your point, is it, the whole point I was trying to make, the whole point yeah. I was trying to make is that, you know, they're, they're you know, a, a, a Bernie Sanders or a, a Buttigieg or whatever, they're going to ha- they're going to sound a little bit similar, right? They all have a lot of the same ideas. That's fantastic. They're going to move things uh, in the right direction, but it, they kind of sound the same. Yang gets up there. He goes, it's fucking too late already, you dummies. Right. And to the yeah, point no, where I the, mean, the whole media goes like, wait, what? Now he's controlling a media cycle, which is one of the things I want to see Yang doing more and more all the time. Yes, absolutely. That's, it. That's all I was yeah, trying to so say. That, yeah, no, I mean, in this case, um, you know, apart apart from the disagreement around nuclear, I mean, like, yeah, most of the proposals are similar. That's true. But if you want to actually get it done, you need somebody who's capable of talking to conservatives. Like, you're not going to pass it in Congress. America yep, is, that's is a good argument. America is never going to give the Democrats a supermajority, right? It's not going to happen. So if you want to get something done, you need to be able to talk to the other side. And that's why I truly believe that Yang would have a better chance of, of, of actually doing something about the climate than the competition. Um, the others could, well, they'll try. Yeah, they'll no, try. and, and I, I, think, like, I think you're right. Work with the other side. Yeah. And, and that doesn't just mean working in Congress. Like in order to get the, the Republicans in Congress to cooperate with you, you need to first make a case to conservative voters, right? Because they need to understand why their Republican, you know, elected representative is voting with the Democrats. So yeah, you got you gotta you gotta talk a language that conservatives will understand. And and just the fact that he says things like that, it's already too late. You know, we can't solve the problem by ourselves. We're only twelve percent of the global emissions. It's the yeah. United States. The fact that he says those things gives him credibility with conservatives because because he's, they're like, okay, well at least he's acknowledging these facts that you know, that people will otherwise use as an argument, they'll say, they'll say, we can't do anything about it, right? So Yang is, is he's, he, what he's doing is he's, he's earning, he's earning their respect and their credibility by saying, by, by acknowledging the elephant in the room. That's and increasing the urgency at the same time. Yes, like absolutely. For, like that, it, it's, uh, it's really good. I do, and so we're going to talk about nuclear next. For the record, I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. You said, you said that anybody that has a criticism about nuclear isn't serious about bad. It was a bad frame. That's it. Well, so we're going to talk do, about nuclear. Uh, well, we, well, let's just do that now. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm sorry I triggered you. <laughs> no, dude, you were just wrong. It's okay. Uh, okay. Nuclear energy is a relatively low impact option for generating electricity, uh, while the mining enrichment of uranium has environmental impacts. <laughs> Understatement. And the storing of nuclear waste is an easy awful it is overall an efficient way to generate energy uh when done safely and not put next to an ocean uh with modern safety standards it's also a safe way to generate electricity uh the nuclear regulatory commission standards require that a risk assessment shows uh there are less than a one in a million chance of any radioactivity to be released to the environment um nuclear isn't a perfect solution but it's a solid solution for now uh, and a technology we should invest in as we move to a future powered primarily by renewable energy so from the book nuclear energy gets a bad rap because we all think about homer simpson and the possibility of contamination <laughs> i forgot this part of the book uh, yes the reality is that uh, nuclear power is one of the most efficient and environmentally friendly paths forward to a more sustainable future i would add when done correctly and not put next to oceans that are rising yeah that but i mean like we've we, we've learned we've learned from past human error right? right and it's just it's getting safer every day yeah so, so, and this, listen I, to this. So, thank you, Yang, for like being on the side of data once again. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I think this, this speaks to something that you say too about like, you know, it's, it's even, even with people having similar ideas, right? If Trump said this, I'd be like, fuck you. There's no way you're going to get this right. But if Andrew Yang says this, there's like, I, you know, I know that he's data driven. So, listen to this. As president, Andrew Yang will work to make it easier for new nuclear plants to open up in appropriate areas 
to increase the amount of nuclear energy America uses. So he's all, like, he's speaking to the one issue, like nuclear plants themselves, new ones, right? Because like the one, I, I drove by one in San Diego every single day. It was exactly the same design GE made for uh, the Fukushima plant, right? Right on the motherfucking coast, drive by it every single freaking day, as dangerous as Fukushima right now. And there are dozens of those in this country. Yeah, no, I mean, we should definitely build them in different places and start closing those down. What? 100%, but it can be done right. Like, it right, really, they're, if you they're think about right. It, if you think about it, you're not going to be able to close them down until you build new ones. So this is actually, like, in, in order, it's, it's a yeah. safety argument, frankly. Like, yeah, and I think, I think yeah. that, that's a really, really good argument for, um, because I think, like, again, having somebody who's very data-driven, who's, who's obviously safety-conscious and not a dummy and, and whatever, and, you know, we could actually trust to actually apply this stuff, um, nuclear power can be built so that it is not uh, uh, dangerous or so that it's actually uh, statistically far less dangerous than, you know, uh, an oil refinery or anything that we do and kind of take for granted now. That, like, within the laws of physics is something that you can do. Um, having it run by corporations that are trying to cut every single possible corner uh, to uh, to make money is always a problem. But again, that you can create a regulatory construct that yeah. that that is vicious. I mean, fucking well, vicious. Also, well, that will make it work. Like it can be yeah. done. I mean, yes, that's an example of where a place where it's appropriate to regulate, right? I mean, we have all kinds of regulations. You know, there are lots of things you're not allowed to do, right? As a right. company. You're not like, but as long as it's fair and, and it, it's being done for a good reason, that's still very capitalist, right? It's just mm -hmm. like, here are the rules of the game. You're not allowed to do that, right? Like if you, if you, if you destroy the, the planet, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to be right? mad. We're going to be yeah. mad. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, that's, I like, allowed, I like that. You're not, you're not allowed to, um, you're not allowed to, to like directly hurt people with your, you know, your way of doing business. Right. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's good. It's good. Yes, Yang is on the side of data. I guess should we address the elephant in the room? I mean, what about? I don't think any of our listeners are in this camp, but maybe they are. What about the people who say man-made climate change isn't real? Um, I have one thing to say to them: fuck them. I like I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Right? Like you know, we could because I've done it a million times. I go and I show you every single piece of the research over and over and over and over and over again. And then you show me some bumfuck article from some like scientist who was literally one of the same three or four people that was writing everything saying that uh, uh, cancer isn't caused by cigarettes. Like the same fucking individuals, right? I just, I have no, I have no time for you at all, right? Like, and yeah, we should leave the door open. Do your own fucking research. It takes five seconds to Google it. Right? Oh, like, yeah, but they, no, they have done their research because they, they went on YouTube and they listened to some crazy person. Right. So like, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like playing, you know, playing chess with a drunk pigeon, right? Like they, there's really no reason why I would do it. Right. Yeah. They, we could spend the next 10 hours giving you fucking the best scientific data on the earth, including the fact that it's the hottest uh, uh, year on record and was last year and was the year before that and was the year before that. If that hasn't worked yet, it's not going to work now. We have to move forward fire. without them. Right, yeah, we, the like increasing um, forest fires problem is related to it as well. Hundred I mean, percent. You know, Trump said something very revealing. Um, he he was talking to somebody about or in an interview, um, and they asked him about his his climate skepticism, and he said, "Well, we're looking into it, and I'm open minded, or whatever." Which is <laughs> he's just yeah, obviously not. He doesn't have an opinion about it one way yeah, or the other. No, but you know what he said. This is really revealing. He said. Well, if you think about it, if I were to, to come out tomorrow and say like, hey, turns out climate change is real after all, and you know, we need to do something about it, I, would tr I, I, I could actually get it done. 
and because they're listening to me. These people trust me. Like if I, if I said that, that would happen. And I thought, you know, that's a really revealing thing for him to say. And it's true. A lot of the people who, you know, buy the bullshit anti-scientific idea that man-made climate change isn't real, mm -hmm. do it because fucktards like Trump tell told them, them to. Yep. Real, Agreed. Right? Yep. And, and so like, and, and if he, tomorrow, if he said, he's like creating reality for these people, he could say the opposite tomorrow. And then the opposite would now be true for all those people. Um, it's I, you're so terrifying, right. and I just thought it was really interesting that he just fully acknowledged that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean that you're you're absolutely right. Um, and it's it's weird to live in the same country as those people. It really, really is. Uh, they don't live in the same reality as the rest of us. I mean, no, they but do, they live they, like they, they they live in a fantasy land. Yeah, they live up the street. You know, literally like the, alternative facts. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, no, solid point. And thank you for bringing that up in this context. Uh, so carbon fee and uh, dividend. Uh, the cost of burning fossil fuels is paid by all of us, but the benefits are disproportionately gained by industry. Uh, there's very little incentive to control the rate at which fossil fuels are burned or CO2 is released into the atmosphere. While a carbon tax would disincentivize the burning of fossil fuels, the money would enter the federal bureaucracy and be detached from other solutions to the problems associated with climate change. A carbon fee and dividend, similar to the ones proposed by the Conservative Climate Leadership Council, nice, uh, would allow businesses to find market-based solutions to their carbon release uh, while benefiting American citizens and providing funding for alternative fuel research and upgrades to our current energy systems. Uh, it could also be used to subsidize fuel costs for low-income Americans. It's fun. Uh, so this is from the book. We need to have companies internalize the cost of carbon emissions to provide incentives for them to innovate and invest in cleaner technologies and processes. If you are pumping carbon into the atmosphere, you should pay your fellow citizens for it as we all pay for it in the end. We also need to transfer the benefits to citizens directly and use the money to improve the efficiency and availability of renewable energy. I fucking love this guy. As president, Andrew Yang will uh, propose carbon fee and dividend system that sets an initial carbon tax of $40 a ton which would increase in regular intervals, uh, which is awesome because, you know, everybody loves certainty in the markets. That would actually uh, apply something that they would be able to control for. <laughs> you know who's destroying the market right now with all his uncertainty. Dude! Like, it's just, and, and that, for, yeah, it's insane. Um, oh, yeah, no, the markets would love Yang. I, I mean, um, the Wall Street Journal actually endorsed Clinton during the election because they knew what they're now failing to acknowledge that Trump would be very, 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 very bad for the economy. Um, and yeah, and they're predictably they, Yang's the nominee. I fully expect them to endorse Yang because he is, he is so he's so pro markets. Like, all right. Well, I, I like that. He said like, let's not just throw more money into the bureaucracy boy. Yeah. He knows how to talk to conservatives. It, it's it. It's, and it's smart. Like, and, and again, this is my, one of my favorite parts about how, how all of this evolves is like, conservatives are just the enemy to me until recently and honestly like the vast number of people that call themselves conservatives you're still my enemy because you absolutely don't believe any of the things that uh would get you into the reocrat camp um otherwise you'd prove it more often why do you keep calling me a real real publican sir real real publican sorry real publican i mean you're a democrat now <laughs> so realcrat well i'm a conservative democrat you're you're so in in, in our alternative future i would be in charge <laughs> of the republicans so you'd be in charge of the democrats they'd be yeah. called Republicans and the Cory Grats. Yes, sorry. Pardon, pardon me. And boy, uh, we could get along. We 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 would. No, we would be fine. We, we there's the, yeah, there's nothing that a good bourbon couldn't solve. Uh, so this 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 is uh, um, the first example that I'm seeing this. So uh, use that tax to fund. And again, this is like where you're not just taxing things and having it go into the 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 mix 
and just kind of getting lost to all the bullshit the government does all the time or whatever, right? It's, it's this specific thing that we're going to tax this thing and it's going to go back to specific things um, so that there's an amazingly good feedback loop that has a provable benefit to society that, that it's going to be really, really measurable and, and, and public. And the fact that they know it's going to increase at regular intervals um, gives them, buys them time to, you know, invest in other things because they know right. going that they're like, well, they can do the math, right? Yeah, people, exactly. Hunting oil companies are smart people, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do the math and they're going to say, okay, like it's going to not be profitable anymore by, you know, 2030. XYZ, yep. So we need to make sure that we, we we're making money doing something else, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's good shit. So, uh, th- but this is the thing. So they're going $40 a ton for carbon, right? Use that tax to fund after administrative fees, 50% goes right into the universal basic income. And there's more to talk about, but I want to really dig into this because this is something that Rio and I have talked about before around the freedom dividend. You yeah. could start doing things, for example, you know, taking the, the like pharmaceutical research or just normal research grants uh, that go towards creating drugs that don't actually provide any income to, uh, uh, to the people, us, frankly, that funded it, right? right. You could have that uh, uh, kind of organization own those patents and have the money come back. And any money that was in excess, Rio and I both agreed, if right. you just threw it right into the freedom dividend, and start like having to increase the freedom dividend over time, then suddenly everybody's like, just imagine how much more connected people will feel to government and the way that we're doing this collectively to, to, to want to do more of that shit. It just would be a virtuous cycle, a huge one. Yeah. And, and uh, yes, that's half the reason conservatives don't like taxes in the government is because we feel like we're being forced to pay for stuff twice, which in many cases we literally are. <laughs> so yes, the, the freedom dividend, I mean, not only is it a good policy by itself, but it's, it, it makes it possible for conservatives and progressives to actually come up with solutions to literally everything else. Yes. Because, you know, the, the, because it's an answer to the conservative concern. It's like, well, wait, why should I pay to, you know, for, for, um, for research and then also have to pay all over again? when I want to, when I want to get the pill. Well, like, and, well, and the pills are jacked, the price is jacked up and ridiculous anyway. And, the, and, and never like all of that is just going into the hands of a very few people that are literally watching people die to make more money. And it's being subsidized with tax dollars. So yes, yeah. exactly. Anything, you know, I mean, there are, it's the 21st century. There are times when the government needs to get involved in stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But like the, the freedom dividend just makes it possible for them to do that in a way that's fair to voters for the first time ever. Right, right. It, like in, in the same way that we, you know, could invest in our own company and make more money down the road. This is us investing in the country so that we can all make more money down the road. And it really and, is. And it solves good. problems yeah. at the same time, which it's is amazing. Not, it's not free money. It's not socialism. It's actually like, it's, it's capitalism um, where income doesn't start at zero. And the dividend is because we're all shareholders in this yes. economy. Yep. I mean, it's I, I okay so that that's that about that that's great yeah exactly so you know if we're if we're funding you know research on renewable energy then we should get a cut of that right so and there this is these- this is uh, just to, to recap because uh, like I knew we were, I really wanted to dig into that point because you know it's anytime people you know are are upset about the freedom dividend or the level that it's at the whole point the philosophy behind it is that it will increase uh, exactly. for for doing specific things and this is sort of the first concrete example I've seen of that and it's fucking fantastic forty dollars is done. 50% goes to uh, the freedom dividend. 50% goes to projects that are enhancing efficiency of fossil fuels or increasing availability of renewable resources. Uh, and, and so basically it's like 50% goes to the dividend. 50% you know, goes to, uh, to hard research to help uh, uh, figure out ways to solve the problem. All of that technology is you know, going to be made available to, the, to the, the companies that, again, know to what degree they're going to have to start mitigating their, uh, their, their, their carbon emissions. It's just all around good. So- yes. Uh, create a border carbon adjustment to protect American goods. 
that would charge a fee on imports from countries that don't impose a similar carbon fee uh, or some type of carbon tax uh, and provide a rebate on exports to countries that don't impose a similar carbon fee uh, or some type of carbon tax. So this is where, you know, again, 15% of the emissions is, are coming from the United States. We know that we have to uh, start figuring out how to, how to uh, uh, create pressure on other countries to, uh, to catch up. And this is a huge way for us to do that, right? Instantaneously, it puts a financial burden on countries that aren't doing that and a huge benefit to the countries that are doing that uh, in, in, in a way that, again, creates certainty around what the United States is going to be providing in that, in that market. Yeah, no, I mean, um, if we, we, we like it or not, we live, this is a global economy. Mm-hmm. That's just how, that's just the way it works. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's, super, and it, I think it brings up to the, the, the kinds of pressure that are happening now um, with Bolsonaro in Brazil, as an example, right? Um, he's, he's the little uh, Brazilian Trumpista piece of shit um, that, that, you know, is just, but he gets to be more of an autocrat. So Trump loves him, of course. Uh, but they're going down, you know, burning parts of the Amazon forest. Uh, ranchers are actually not allowed to clear parts of the Amazon forest, mostly because uh, a lot of it is uh, protected because it's producing 20% of the oxygen on the planet. No big deal. Um, and has massive ramifications beyond that for the climate. Like we think that climate change is bad now, and it is in, in a very trackable way. And it's actually all the estimates tend to show that it's happening faster and it's going to be worse than we think. If the Amazon were all cut down over the next like couple of years, it's not going to happen. But just to give you an idea, the amount of climate destruction that would happen just from that will dwarf anything from what we understand climate change to be right now. The, the entire globe would go completely and totally bananas and agriculture could like literally drop to zero and we'd all be wearing breathing masks. So, yeah. you know, they start setting fires thinking they're fucking cute because they want more uh, place to, uh, uh, to, 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 you know, uh, ranch cattle, right? And both Britain and France now are uh, I- imposing sanctions. They're talking about imposing sanctions on Brazil because they're, cause they're doing this. And that stuff, it has to happen, right? Yeah. No, they, they, they should do that. Yeah. All right. We've only got a few minutes to get through nuclear, though. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we kind of, I think we already kind of, no, we already did go through nuclear. Oh, we did. Wait, yeah, it we just was. It was just easier because okay. he just said work. Yeah, he's, he wants to work to make it easier for new nuclear plants to open up in appropriate areas to increase the amount of nuclear energy America uses. My only contention with what uh, uh, you said before was that it's the like you have to be nuclear, otherwise you're not serious. That's dumb, um, like really dumb. But at the same time, it's important to understand that nuclear is very doable, safe, safely. It well, just hasn't been done. Like, it's on. I mean, here's the thing, though. Okay, it's like I I I. I, I, I I meant to be hyperbolic. That was intentional. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like the people who think nuclear isn't safe, they're, they're like the vax, vaccine denier. No, people. not at all. Zero. Like, no, 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 no. And I'm sorry for interrupting. They, they don't know the, they don't, I mean, you, you just talked about the actual facts about how safe or unsafe it is. Right. Yeah. That's true. Right. And now if somebody wants to have a conversation about how safe or unsafe it is, that's actually data driven. We could have that conversation. Yang's yeah. data driven and he decided it's safe enough that we should do it. Okay. Um, so I'm just saying like anti-science un, un, unreasonable people who are like, well, the, it sounds scary. It sounds scary and the public doesn't like it. Therefore we can't do it. I, I personally, you don't have to agree with this, have a hard time believing that they're serious about solving the problem. And because the facts, because the data is not on their side. I, okay. 
I'm I'm sympathetic to to having to deal with people that just say nuclear sucks and we should never do it no matter what. And then like, well, if that's they... what I'm talking about. I mean, okay. like, it, yeah. it, 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 it's kind. Of, I mean, to me, that's about as unreasonable as the people who pretend like climate change isn't happening. Right? It's like, okay, okay. like let's have a conversation about what the best solution is. Right. We have to agree about the facts. Right? Well, and, and here's the thing: like, like, like any anti-vaxxers is why I'm like, come on, that's just fucking ridiculous. Because well, no, but there are some people who really are just deeply ignorant about the scientific facts. Maybe. Like some people at the don't same time though they, even if they don't, don't know yeah the, like the the current state of our nuclear reactors in the united states is really really bad it's really bad there's there, one one just got flooded in uh, uh um up in the mid up in the midwest we definitely shouldn't be building them on the coast like and, well not even not even on the coast not, one of them but like but like we said like you open new ones in better places and then right. and that will make it possible for you to close the other ones so and that, again like it, like helps. having strict right having strict uh, and and a regulatory function that is going to survive the next trumpista you know let's just make money no matter what or whatever right like that that's why people have a really really genuine concern about this because if it fucks up, it fucks everything up for a hundred to a thousand years. Like, they, like just glibly saying we just have to do it and do it safely. Cool, but it, like just suggesting that that you know it, it, it's completely and totally fine. When quite frankly, the regulatory system right now is not anywhere near enough to handle any kind of risk tolerance at all around this stuff. You know, like the actual Fukushima reactor, the same one is operating just north of uh, of San Diego, right next to the ocean. If there was ever a tsunami, it would be the same kind of thing, right? And it, it's not safe right now. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like how you said that you sure you can find a handful of experts who say climate change isn't happening, but what ninety eight percent of climate scientists say it is, right? Whatever it is, that's yeah. kind of where we are with nuclear. There is there is a big divide. I'm not saying a hundred percent of experts say that we should do it, but close to 100% do. And, and there's a right. big divide between the public, which is just doesn't know the facts, yeah. and experts on that. That's all I'm yeah. saying. No, and, and I think it's important for us to have this conversation just so that people get the context of it, right? So if you think, if you put that against, you know, like I, as, as uh, I'm not a physicist, but you know, I like to read way too much stuff than a normal guitar player should do. I know that the physics of nuclear power dictates and the safety and regulatory uh, system dictates that it is possible to run a nuclear power plant with a, a, a very high degree of, of safety, um, not only for, uh, you know, uh, uh, if everything goes right, but for, every, you know, if everything goes wrong, we're yeah. infinitely more safe than anything they do in Russia already as an example, right? Yes. Like that, that's something that, 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 you know, isn't horrible. When you pit that against the absolute fucking clusterfuck that is climate change, then, you know, it really does make sense to in the top 50 things or even top 10 things that we do, we can we can bring on new nuclear power at yeah. a much uh, a quicker rate than we can potentially you, bring you, on you, solar. Get rid of uh, whatever, right? Yeah, and like Yang says, you can phase out the nuclear power later, right? Like, you just, there's nothing that says that we have to rely on it forever. But like, if we want a quick, like, efficient way of reducing carbon, it's yeah. just it's a good option. It just is. It, it, it should be as, as somebody who is very, very concerned with the, with the problems, it absolutely should be part of the, the thing. It just has to be done right. That's my, that's the only thing is right. Like that yeah. I'm, I'm watching and reading about all the ways that they're doing it wrong in this country right now. And, and it is an ex existential risk for uh, not only the local areas, but for like far more people, right? Like it's not just them that are risking it. Um, and you know, I mean, if you were to say this, like every single uh, nuclear power plant, has to be run by uh, the state instead of human beings. I'd be a lot more interested in it because 
quite frankly, they can, they can set a, a standardized set of regulations that will absolutely be followed right. uh, and have well, it run by scientists. Instead I, of- I, trust, I trust Yang and so do you to, to put those regulations in place. So that's yep. key. That, All right. Awesome. Huge, Andrew important. Yang is our taco. Nailed it. Thank you very much for listening to the Moving Forward podcast. Uh, we are so excited to be bringing this to you, and we're so excited about the uh, the awesome community, the Yang Gang that's growing up around the candidacy uh, of Andrew Yang. Uh, if you could please tag us on Twitter with the hashtag Moving Forward Pod and uh, find and join the Moving Forward podcast uh, group on Facebook. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.